0: A question and a perfect response. Who's asking the question? A scribe. What's a scribe? He's a Jew. A scholar of the law. What's the law for the Jewish people? It's summarized in the first five books of the Old Testament, right? Right? Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, the law. A scribe is a scholar of the law. Doesn't sound like that hard of a job, does it? Doesn't sound like that tough of a question for Jesus either. Which is the first of all the commandments? You'd think that can't be that hard. Think again. According to Jewish scholars, if you go through those first five books of the Old Testament, and number all the different commandments and law, that laws that God gives to the Jewish people. Do you know how many there are? I only know this because I read a book. 613. 613 laws and commandments, some of them very well known. Ten of them, really well known. You probably know them. Some of them, not very well known. Let me give you one of the more obscure ones, where the Jewish people are told that you shall not boil a calf in its own mother's milk. Let me say that again. Do not boil a calf in its own mother's milk. And to this day, do you know how the Jewish people interpret that law as part of their dietary restriction? They don't eat meat and dairy at the same time. True. Now, I'm making this up. So next time you're chomping on a cheeseburger, you couldn't do that if you're Jewish. I'm serious right now. 613 commandments, and this scribe wants to know which one is the greatest. Now, I don't know what you do for your, in your spare time for fun, but if you're a Jewish scribe, one of their favorite pastimes is to look throughout the Old Testament and to find one guiding principle through which you can interpret the rest of the law. The Jews love to do this. The scribes love to do this. And so when they're saying, what is the first commandment? He's basically saying, okay, Jesus, according to your understanding of the scriptures, what is the guiding principle you're gonna to point to that summarizes the entirety of the law? And how does Jesus do? Really well. Okay? He points to one of the most famous lines for the Jewish people. Deuteronomy 6, 6. Hear, O Israel, the Lord is God alone, and you shall love him with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength. Jesus picks perfectly what most Jews point to as the summation of the law. Jesus answers well. Now, when he says these four different things, heart, mind, soul, strength, right? Heart, mind, soul, strength. We think that he's talking about like different parts of the human person, right? So love them with your head, then love them with your heart, then love them with your soul, then love them with your strength. Different parts of the human person. It's not what's going on here. All four of those words, heart, mind, soul, and strength, are simply ways of saying this. Love God with every ounce of energy you have. Love God with the entirety of your person. Heart, mind, and soul, and strength are just ways of speaking of the entire person. So this, like saying four different times, love God. Now, here at St. Mary's, we're in a pretty good run. We've had and will have six funerals in about 12 days. It's a lot every other day for about 12 days. One of the things, and some of you know this, when a priest plans and prepares for a funeral a couple days before the funeral, he'll sit down with the family sometimes and say, tell me about mom. Tell me about dad. Tell me about your spouse. And very often, the answers we get are somewhat predictable and understandable as well. We're told things like, my dad loved the Cowboys or the Vikings or the Packers. My dad loved the Atlanta Braves. My dad loved the Houston A- Astro, no, no one likes the Astros. How can you? The point, everyone, is right? Mom loved that. Or mom loved gardening and crocheting. Or dad loved camping and boating and fishing and hunting. All those things good. Or how about this one? Grandma. She loved her family, great, good. All good things, everyone. Hear this rightly, not wrongly. All good things. But do you know what answer I'm waiting for? And I can't wait for the day that I hear it, and I hope it's soon. When I say to someone, tell me about your spouse, or your mom, or your dad, Do you know what answer I'm waiting for? My mom loved God. My husband loved God. Because in the end, everyone, what else is there? We are pretending. We are numbing ourselves. We are just faking it. What else is there that matters than loving God above all else? My dear friends, please love God.